Sefer Devarim, Parshat Kitavo, on learning to see and hear. As we near the end of the book of Deuteronomy and the weekly Torah cycle for the year, we approach the conclusion of another incredible journey of redemption, spiritual challenges, renewal, and hope. At this point in the Torah, the Israelites have almost completed their trek through the desert to reach the promised land. But we have not quite made it just yet. Right when complete redemption is near, Moses reminds his flock, Israelites who remember the horrors of slavery, and those who were born into the nation during the decades in the desert since then, that they must not forget how they all reached this point. It's only now, through the miraculous wonders of God, are the Israelites finally able to breathe free. Yet it also appears from the text that the Israelites, many of whom were witnesses to God's acts in Egypt and Sinai, have forgotten what they've seen with their own eyes, heard with their own ears, and internalized in their own hearts. In this parsha, Moshe tells the people, you have seen all that the Lord did before you, before your very eyes in the land of Egypt, to Pharaoh and to all his courtiers and to his whole country the wondrous feats that you saw with your own eyes, those prodigious signs and marvels. But the Lord did not give you a heart to know or eyes to see or or ears to hear until this day. Here Rashi paid particular attention to the phrase, a heart to know, and said it means to understand the loving kindness of the omnipresent and to cleave unto God. However, this verse makes us wonder, how could a collective of people who've gone through so much, need another reminder of God's infinite power. Why did they not know of God's wonders until this day? In our own lives, we all have had these moments, spiritual leaps, personal transformations, intellectual developments where we feel we can understand, see, and hear what we could not previously. But why didn't the Israelites have these spiritual and intellectual capabilities during previous episodes of witnessing miracles and hearing divine words of revelation? Why should such a breakthrough happen only now? The Sforno answers by saying that even though God had tried by means of divine teachings and divine miracles to give the people a knowing heart, the lesson had not taken hold due to your overwhelming quarrelsomeness. What a truly profound lesson this is, one that has so much meaning for us in this confused contemporary moment. We could not grasp all that we had seen right in front of our faces because we were so preoccupied with the conflicts among us and within us. Indeed, fighting and animosity block the heart. How many of us live with resentment? How many of us flare up with anger at the smallest challenges in our days? These moments, these feelings stifle us and block our path to actualize our potential. True, it's not that we allow our tendency to grow angry and allow arguments to flare up for no good reason. The difficulties of being a human in the world makes us understandably defensive. These are normal emotions. However, the Torah shows us that beyond doing what is somewhat excusable, we must also engage in the character development that is necessary for us to thrive. If we wish to fulfill our potential, to truly know, see, and hear, we will need to figure out how to forgive, how to let go, and how to be slow to anger. We must learn how to avoid toxic resentment, unnecessary conflict, and violent belligerence. Rabbi Meir Simchav Devinsk 
The Meshachachma has an incredible explanation brought down by Nechama Leibovitz as to why the Israelites were not capable of truly understanding prior to this moment. He explains here that up to this moment, the Israelites believed that Moses was not one of their own, but an immortal being. It was only once they'd been given a heart to know, eyes to see, and ears to hear, that the Israelites realized that Moshe was human and that his extraordinary experiences were strictly the result of him being a messenger for God. All too often, we expect true understanding to be left to our leaders rather than ourselves. Aviva Gottlieb Zornberg, in the introduction to her book, Moses, A Human Life, points out that the Midrashic tradition fills in the gaps to show the human frustration that even Moshe must have experienced. She writes, In these Midrashic passages, Moses expresses his, his sense of abandonment by them, the Israelites. An entirely, even shockingly, human Moses stands revealed here. Speaking in his own voice, not to God, but to his people, he grieves their lack of attentiveness to him. A new field of encounter opens between them, where the Israelites are called on as human beings to respond to Moses, Moses' human singularity. If they had had eyes and ears and a heart for him, they might have tipped the balance of his fate. Zornberg goes on, What is striking about such midrashic narratives is the respect that they pay to Moses' undignified self-presentation. Resentment, anger, complaint, these play a role in his final addresses to the people. We learn from the Jewish canon that no person can be perfect, not even Moshe, the one who brought us the Torah. This makes it all the more important for every one of us to always be doing the inner work of healing the damage that left unattended to can lead to resentment. And becoming the people we're called to be can often be a long process. On the matter that the Israelites had not received true wisdom, in their eyes, ears, and hearts, until they'd spent 40 years in the desert, it's taught in the Talmud. Rabbah said, Conclude from here that a person does not understand the opinion of his teacher until after 40 years, as Moses said this to the Jewish people only after 40 years of learning Torah. According to the Bar Tanura, this timeline is also how we get the saying in Pirkei Avot, 40 is the age of wisdom. Year after year, our responsibility to grow and to recognize that growth is necessary to our moral and intellectual well-being. It's not easy to accept. Yet this is what is needed to enter the promised land. For the Israelites, merely witnessing the miracles and revelation was not enough. Each of us is called to wake up and be our best self, free from hate, animosity, and vituperation. It's upon us, each of us, to open our hearts and minds each day, to actualize ourselves to our fullest potential. Shabbat Shalom.